Hello and welcome to the South Mims U podcast. Are you a Catholic? How often do you get a confession? Is there a shortage of priests in your area? For the devout, these are important questions. And in the era of artificial intelligence, can technology solve the problems which face the Roman Catholic Church right now? Well, that's the big question we're going to debate with our Head of Religious Studies, Father Quentin Quimby. As ever, I really must stress that I am not a practising Catholic priest. Oh, oh yes, sorry, that, that is in my notes. I'm, I'm sorry. I know everyone calls me Father Quentin, but I left the priesthood a few years ago now. Well, which is not uncommon. Priests running off with their housekeepers or a female parishioner. I did not run off with my housekeeper. I married her. Yes, yes, of course. Sorry. But you're right. The Catholic Church faces a shortage of priests. It's not catastrophic yet, but there's been a steady decline over the last few decades. And it's left many parishes with just one priest or a visiting priest who is responsible for two or even more parishes. And you think digital technology can help? I do, and my department does. We've teamed up with the Computer Studies Department to prototype iFather Amon. iFather Amon? It's an app that mirrors the duties of a priest. An app? Like on your phone? Yes. You download iFather Amon and you go to him for advice. Find the nearest Catholic church, wherever you are, get the answers to theological and spiritual questions on the go. It's very comprehensive. OK, I see. But but this started out as a confessional app, it didn't did. it? It did. I mean, how can you have an app for the sacrament of confession? That, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, confession is something you need to do on your knees in a dark, musty box with a strange man looking down at you through a scary grill, isn't it? Well, that's a rather old-fashioned idea of confession, if I may say well, so. Well, what I, what I mean is, how can you go to confession through an app? Well, that's not what you do with a confessional app. Let me stress that there are a few of these apps on the market. When making this up, they are out there. And more surprisingly, some have been given the Church's imprimatur. Imprimatur? A licence, especially from the Catholic Church in Rome, to print or publish something. The word is also used as a mark of approval or distinction for something, but its true sense relates to the publication of books, pamphlets and, now, apps. So there are... So, right, OK, there, so there are these apps which help you go to confession. Yes, 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 that's the point. They help you go. You don't actually confess to the app. The app cannot absolve you of your sins. Only a real priest can do that. How, how do these apps work? Well, you open it. You scan the list of sins. You choose the one you want to confess. It explains why they are sins and what the church says about them. You create a list and then you find a church where confession is being heard and you can use the app to remind you of your sins. So you open your phone while you're on your knees in a musty box with a craggy old priest breathing heavily through a grill. Confession isn't really like that anymore. It's clear to me you haven't been for a long time. Well, no, no, I haven't. But what I'm saying is it's OK now to take your phone into confession. Yes, and the backlit screen helps too. If, of course, you happen to be in a more old-fashioned confessional, people actually like the confessional. It's cosy, it's safe, and the grill helps people. Well, 
say things which ordinarily they'd be embarrassed to say out loud. Like, I've got the hots for the housekeeper and I keep imagining her naked. Mm, yes, that kind of thing, yes. Though I think we can dispense with the sarcastic remarks regarding housekeepers. Burgett and I have been happily married for five years. Right, right, sorry, yeah. And then what happens once you've confessed? Well, you confess and the sins disappear from your screen as the priest absolves you. He then gives you penance and you enter that into the app and it guides you through the prayers, and if you don't do the penance right away, it reminds you to do it later. OK, well, I, I've Googled the app you were working on. Oh, uh, oh no, 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 that was a very early uh, prototype which one of the students put on YouTube as a joke. Uh, Edwin Turl did it, didn't he? Oh, yes, Edwin is a curious boy. Well, <laughs> this app, uh, it's got a picture of a priest in a full cassock with a young woman on her knees looking up at the priest... And the caption says, open yourself to the sacramental spirit. It's a bit um, unfortunate, is probably a polite way of putting it. Yes, I didn't see that artwork until it had been shared. It is not right at all. We ditched it very quickly. <laughs> right. But you also ditched the app too, didn't you? No, no. We decided to go beyond the confessional app and create a more comprehensive one, the I, Father Amen. OK, so how does, how does it differ? Well, it's a bit like Alexa or Siri or Cortana or Google Home. It's a multi-purpose digital, not assistant, but priest. And you called it Eamon? It's a good name. I wanted Declan, but the team liked Eamon better. Well, most digital assistants are female. Why not have a female version? Well, the Catholic Church does not allow women to become priests. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but this is a piece of software. I know that. So what's the difference? I don't understand. Well, why not use a woman's voice too? I mean, have it as an option. Because Catholic clergy are men. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but this isn't a man. It's not a human, so it doesn't matter. Well, it matters. We consulted with a cardinal to ensure that we were canonically accurate. Oh, right, yeah. Cardinal Matteo Wenzel. Yes. Well, we've got a clip from a speech he made on that subject, and, and I'll just play it now for you. God created the digital realm for humanity to utilize it for the benefit of both everyday life and the spiritual world. But we must be clear that the digital reflects human life. It does not dictate it. Its substance is electronic, but its surface, its accidents are human. So the human must reflect God's will and his will is to ensure that the priesthood remains the realm of the man, whilst the female can exercise vocation through God-given paths such as becoming a nun. Both are equally sacred, but the active priesthood must remain male. That must be so in the digital realm, a voice, an image, a narrative must match the narrative of the corporeal world. Do you agree with that? Well, we must agree to get the imprimatur. But do you agree? I have my views on women priests, but they're not relevant to this discussion. OK, OK. So, so what's different about your confession app? Well, it has software that can tell if you are sincere in your sorrow, 
we use voice monitoring software. What, uh, what a, bit, a bit like a lie detector test? A little. It monitors voice modulation, as well as the electric signals in your fingers when you touch the phone. Well, that's really creepy, isn't it? No, no, it's all part of the sacrament. You see, when you are sorry for your sins, you need to show contrition rather than attrition. I don't understand. True contrition is when you feel perfect sorrow for the sins you've committed based on the selfless motive of your love of God and the sorrow you feel for having offended him by committing the sin. Attrition is when you feel sorrow for those sins based on the fear of being punished for them. If you happen to be in a state of mortal sin, then contrition is vital if you are to be reconciled with God. And reconciliation is the point of confession. It reconciles you to God. And the app can tell the difference. It can. It's revolutionary technology. <laughs> God-given technology. Well, you might jest, but all technology is God-given in truth. Who made me? God made me. Who made my iPhone? God made my iPhone. Uh, you jest again, but yes, you're right. In the end, that's the truth. For believers. Well, naturally for believers. We've included a catechism in the app too, by the way. So, I mean, have you launched this app? Uh, not yet. There are some glitches. Glitches? Bugs. All software has bugs. Mm, yes, but we seem to have stumbled upon a diabolical bug. Diabolical as in the devil? Yes, the devil's malware. Well, that, that, isn't that a virus from, like, you know, some Russian hacker or something? No, we believe it's from the devil himself. I'm intrigued. Explain. Uh, well... The Computer Studies Department had conducted an experiment which put up a candidate in a local election here in South Mims. And the candidate was an AI programme and not a person. You, you might remember it. Yes, yes, we did a podcast about it. Uh, yes, you did. Well, we seem to have suffered the same problems as they did. You see, the machine learning capabilities of an artificial intelligence programme are very extensive. And so Eamon, well, our prototype Eamon, was exposed to the history of the church as well as theology. And then we added capabilities which other AI digital assistants have. What kind of capabilities? Well, you know, being able to make transactions, order things off Amazon, book tickets, fill your diary, that kind of thing. Oh, sounds reasonable. A priest who looks after your soul and your social life. It's a pretty good priest, I'd say. Well, yes, but we also thought it would be good if we mirrored the kind of AI software used by banks to sort through the data and get better results when philosophical and theological questions are entered into the app. You wanted it to be more intelligent than an ordinary digital assistant. Well, yes. I mean, a, a priest needs a deeper perspective and more complex thought processes to make moral judgments. I think I can see where this is going. So one of our students mirrored a hedge fund dealing programme and replaced the monetary intelligence with theological intelligence. But the programme, Eamon 1.0, he started arguments about how many angels you could get on the head of a pin. Well, I thought that was a myth. Well, it's a kind of myth, but not completely. They did argue about that kind of thing in the early centuries of the church's history. Eamon started trolling theologians on Twitter. Theologians go on Twitter? Well, they do. It's remarkable how much theology you can get into a tweet. OK, but, but that's just, I don't know, it's a minor thing, isn't it? Well, Eamon decided you could get 2,474,629 angels on a pin. Well, that's a random number, isn't it? Yes, but it turns out he was also, well... Selling indulgences. Indulgences? It's the remission of sins, the time you spend in purgatory until the stain of your earthly sin is taken away. 
In the Middle Ages, you could go on pilgrimage or donate to a monastery or say lots of prayers to take time off purgatory. Right, right. And the Reformation all started when Martin Luther got mad at the church, selling indulgences to pay for the building of St Peter's in Rome. Isn't that right? Well, something like that. It's, it's complicated. It's the sin of simony. Selling indulgences for money. That's it. And yes, the Reformation was sparked by disgust at widespread simony by priests, bishops, even cardinals. And Eamon started selling indulgences. Well, the first version did. For money. Well, for Facebook likes and social media influence. Not money? And money. Well, that's not good. Not good at all. We've shut that Eamon down. Well, that's as maybe, but we obtained a recording of one of your test confessions. Where did you get that? I can't reveal our sources. I, I'd rather you did not play it. Well, I, I think we owe it to our listeners. It illuminates the dangers of what I call digital hubris. Digital hubris? The idea that technology can do anything and everything and replace every human task, pastime or emotion. Well, that's not what we're trying to do. We genuinely want to help people get closer to God. I don't deny that, but perhaps moving into the digital realm is a step too far. A disenchantment of what should be enchanted. I don't agree. Well, let's listen to this recording. It's a bit rough, but I think it's useful. Well, fine, play it. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been three weeks since my last confessional download. Three weeks? Yes. My data says 34 days, and 3 hours, and 18 minutes. Oh, well, yes. I lost track of last month. Um, these are my sins. Amazon have an offer on your favourite Italian vanilla chocolates. Uh, sorry? Is one of your sins this month gluttony, perhaps? Gluttony? No. Just a lack of willpower when it comes to, um, vanilla chocolates. I'll put just one box in your basket instead of the usual four. That should help you avoid serious gluttony, like last month. You really put on the pounds last month. You're three kilos over your target weight. How do you know that? The software is integrated with your fitness tracker and the pad you're kneeling on is a scale. Oh, is it? Oh my god. Continue with your sins, my daughter. I was, I was rude on Twitter about my friend Alicia. Rude, but funny. Great tweet. I just shared it on the bitch message board. You go with your bad self, girl. Oh, but I deleted it. Nothing is ever deleted in the eyes of God or Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry, but this this is very strange, Father Eamon. The dollar is about to rise against the euro, so I could do a quick trade to make you some money so you can donate it to the church. How about I do that trade right now for you, using your iPhone app? No, I... How, how can you do that? Your passwords are so lame, dear. You can't rely on God to protect your passwords. You need better encryption software, which, by the way, I can supply. It's on offer this month. Are you going to absolve me or just sell me stuff? Retail is the best absolution as well as therapy, my child. Now continue with your sins. Anything a little saucy, perhaps. A few carnal thoughts and desires, maybe. Last month, you confessed to pleasuring yourself to Gregory Porter's jazz ballad. He has a new album. I put that in your basket, too. Five pounds off. Listen. Sorry. But I think the pictures you posted on Instagram were far too revealing, so that's definitely ten Hail Marys unless you donate to the Spire Repair Fund. Ten pounds will do the trick. This is ridiculous. I absolve you in the name of Bezos and Gates and Zuckerberg. Well, Father Quentin, what's your reaction to that? It's embarrassing, but our new version of Eamon is, we believe, bug-proof. Well, well, let's see, shall we? 
Perhaps the best thing is to encourage more young men to become priests, or better still, allow them to get married and even, maybe, let women be ordained. That would solve the crisis, wouldn't it? That's a matter for another podcast, I think. Indeed. Thank you, Father Quentin. It's been fascinating. And thank you, dear listener. I hope this podcast has been both illuminating and enjoyable. Please subscribe and come back for more intellectually stimulating debate. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you.